Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This episode is brought to you in part by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get me, your host, to draw you a picture pretty darn cheap. See what I've done for others and see what I can do for you, especially you, at DrawYouAPicture.com. And with support from our Patreon supporters. Woohoo! funny life stories and invite you to do the same hey this is nobody's listening the funny story show episode 228 brought to you the week of september 9 2014 i am your host my name is james Kennison. with me as always is john steinklubber welcome back to the show john i feel triumphantly returning awesome. to this episode well good you sound thank triumphant you. thank you well you, that intro made me feel like i was winning something ah the the africa will be saved Thing. A very good song and a very uh, fitting tribute, and we'll make a little bit more sense later in the show. Because today, oh, my, my friends, we are doing a theme show. We theme have, show, yay! And uh, and and we're really excited about it because uh, the theme is things that we used to believe when we were kids. And um, mm. you know, when you get in, when you get down in that road, uh, it, it's it's a it's a good drive. It's a good drive down there. Especially if you believe something is down <laughs> there, going to get you. Um, but but it's awesome. Whenever we do a theme show, um, we get this huge outpouring of uh, of, of stuff. But unfortunately, yes. for some, we get the stories the day, like five minutes before the show. I heard you guys are doing mm. a thing that <laughs> you probably have been planning for a month. But I'm going to send mine now, and believe it or not. Some of that made it in. So whatever. Awesome. <laughs> we'll take it however you got it, folks. But I, yeah. <laughs> I do want to make this a regular thing. So um, by the way, our next theme will be October 7th. And the theme show's Whoa. theme is vacations. Vacations. Yes. So any. Is this like uh, the best things and the worst things that have happened on vacation? Anything that has happened on vacation Ooh. that will make me laugh needs to be submitted on the show. Now I do want to say one more thing before we get into our content, a little bit of, a little bit of what do they call it? Uh, what do they call it? Uh, business, not business. Yeah. News. News. No, Grand Theft Auto. no, in a, in a meeting, they call it something else. They call it, uh, agenda. No, no, you're close. But Grand Theft Auto was close. We got, <laughs> we have a little business to take care of. And the business is this, uh, whenever I do a theme show, People send me these emails and they will say this. They'll say, whenever you're doing a show, a theme show about 
blank. And, and so I'll just make up one. Whenever you're doing a theme show about ice cream that were eaten by three-year-olds on Thursday, I got a perfect story for you. That's what they'll do. And it's like the theme show brings in a lot of shows, but th- are uh, uh, s- uh, stories. But then it keeps a lot of people from submitting them because they're waiting for this this very specific genre of story theme yes. to come up. And so I want to tell you all, please do not hold on to your amazing story. Send it in, get it read on the show, get famous. And if it's a great one, and it's yes. and it fits with a theme we're working on, I'll keep it for that anyway. You let me handle the management of the show, people. You just keep yes. sending in the great stories. We'll keep reading them out, and we'll keep making you laugh. Okay, John, you, you have you yes, learned to? Not sh- mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So I uh, wasn't sure if I should talk or not because I I, I medicated again tonight <laughs> because I have this stuff going on in my head still. And oh, so it's allergy uh, medicine. Let's make it much, clear. It's yes, <laughs> allergy medicine. <laughs> That's what we're calling it. Okay, specifically a leave cold and sinus, oh, just in case you're wondering. Get the good stuff. Ask for it by name. <laughs> so this week, um, I, I was going to make my, you know, my little opening number about kid stuff, st- sticking with a theme, but this one was just too good. I was at Target, and I was heading toward a stall, and the room was empty except for a man who is obviously sitting on the toilet right next to the only stall in the place. Our feet were, you know, less than six inches apart. And I hate that. (laughs) And um, you're bathroom buddies. Yeah. And and it's very quiet. There's no sound, you know, no no. radio playing music, no fan, no fan. It's just the sound of this man and his poop sounds because to go, you don't make sounds to go pee. You don't. You you actually men will make up sounds. Well, <coughs> you know, and spit in the toilet. We'll kind of shuffle around, our little belt jangling. But then, <laughs> but then when it comes time, oh oh oh! I've even heard men they put their hand up on the ball, <laughs> like they got like they need the extra balance, <laughs> just because yeah. the pressure is going to throw them back against the wall if oh, they yeah. don't. And 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 they'll you'll just hear and go. And I'm like, is this your first time going to the bathroom? I, I don't know. It's never that exciting for me. But anyway, all that to say, that there was none of that. It was me being quiet. Um, and this this guy, all I hear is, I hear it's just really quiet. I hear, yeah, that sound right there. And then and then I hear it again. And I'm like, holy crap, is that what I think it is? I'm like, oh, I'm getting so grossed out because this guy is so quiet and it is so subtle and it is so regular. And I'm like, he is pooping like a madman, but he is so quiet. It's just little drops, little little Hershey kisses, little little chocolate chip poops falling in the water down there. And I hear it again. <laughs> like he's squeezing probably like a madman, but he's the gentlest pooper I've ever. Heard in my life. There's no, there's no, there's no. Sure, was a human. Maybe somebody had an oil leak over there. But yet it continues. <laughs> and about the time I'm about to hit the flusher because I'm about to throw up, I hear. <laughs> He's playing a freaking video game on his phone. <laughs> I was so relieved. I, I wanted to grab up and look over the top and say thank you. 
Thank you. You should turn you that. It. You should turn the volume off on that. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's I'm, almost as priceless as somebody on the phone. I'm ashamed when I play game. play video games on my phone. You know, in the Me toilet. Too. I like to try to hide it from people, like that fact. <laughs> like I'm going to make sure the lens, the lens, the screen faces me, the volume's turned yep. off, and uh, Crazy Taxi and I are just, you know, <laughs> Set going <for> crazy. Silent. <laughs> so, uh, so it was going to be a kid edgy. kid theme one, but Tiny Plops had to had to Tiny be told. Plop, that's kind of kid theme ish. <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. I have a kid theme type one though. Good. Sort of. You're I, better um, at the host than I am. No, 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 it's not true. This just happened today, so it's fresh on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I um you know, being the kids pastor thing, you, you get to speak to a lot of kids a lot of times. And so I have chapels every week that I talk to a lot of different kids, ranging from pre K, like K three, which is I guess they're really only three years old, all the way up to fifth grade. Um, and it's the youngest ones that seem to pay me really any attention at all. Oh. And so I was walking across the campus today and a kid was there and his mom was there. I think she's like the school nurse or something. And he, he jumps up and he says, Hey, you know, and I'm like, Hey, how you doing? And, uh, cause I don't, there's a lot of kids and I don't, don't recognize each and yeah. every one of them, but yeah, I wish I did, but he comes running up, gives me a hug and all that stuff. And, and, um, I always felt weird about that when it was me. I do too. I'm like, hey. you don't you know, know me, are... do you, mom? I'm just a weirdo. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you can relate with me on this. Yes. I feel so awkward. You know, and I'm, I know your I'm child like, from something weird and strange, not anything yes. normal like school. <laughs> That's yes, what I always yeah, felt I'm... like, especially when I was on the toy <laughs> aisle, I'd be weird. looking at Legos. I already felt like a perv anyway. <laughs> What's he doing? He doesn't have any children over here. Then, Pastor oh James, big old hug. Yes, my goodness, that that almost that same scenario has happened to me. I'm glad to know that we're like twins here. You feel that? I'm just. Anyways, I'm glad that we should have had this talk. Anyways, yes. I, uh, I, so yeah, so I'm walking across campus and, and same thing, you know, the kid knows me, the mom doesn't, and he runs up and gives me a, a hug and she says, oh, you're Pastor John. And I'm like, yeah, it's me. I, we, we know each other from chapel. He's, he's in chapel. I, My name I'm is sure Peter. Peter File. I'm Peter File. No, that's an IT crowd reference, everyone, just yes. in case you're wondering. Um, so anyways, she, she goes on to, you know, say, Oh, I'm so glad to meet you and stuff like that. And, and, um, she says, my son imitates you. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, that's a trouble. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, it's kind of, um, scary and flattering. Cause one of the things I tell people when they say their child talks a lot about me, I say, well, I'll don't believe everything they say about me and I won't believe everything they say about you. <laughs> and it kind of, you know, brings it to a level. That's not creepy. Uh, playing field. No, I didn't. I didn't think that one through. <laughs> um, anyway, she said that he, he imitates me and I thought, well, that's awesome. What does he, what does he do? And she says, he makes us all sit down and listen to him saying uh, or talk. <laughs> I go, oh, How dare that you. is kind of what I do in chapel. You kids be quiet. I'm trying to talk to you. Shut I'm up. telling you about Shut the love. Up. Jesus loves you. Dang you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I've reached a new status in my, my job. I should probably add it to my resume. It's uh, 
um, creepy superstar guy, something. I don't no, know. No, I can relate. One time I was on the hunt. I was, I was looking for, um, uh, it was early in my career. I was looking for uh, blindfolds. I just wanted blindfolds, and I, you Blind cannot folks. find blindfolds. You have to make them. Eventually, I found out from another children's pastor, get some goggles, spray paint them black, and they are perfect, you know, uh, blindfolds because you can't can't see through them. But I, I, I questioned for years, why couldn't I find uh, blindfolds? Yeah. And then I realized why. Because the company that makes blindfolds would be a company supporting <laughs> tagging and bagging children, <laughs> oh <my laughs> taking gosh. them away. So there'd be two lines for, you know, two main sources of income for this company. <laughs> it would be all the children's pastors and then all the perverts, you know? And so that's why oh. I realized there's no such thing as a thriving uh, blindfold business. So no blindfold business. You don't need it. Anyway, uh, Lucas Kirk wrote this in. And uh, this is uh, just for the new people. I always like to say, this is a uh, a listener supported station here. Um, yeah, right. So these are your stories, stories themed after things that you believed when you were a child. The first one comes to us from Lucas Kirk from Henryville, Indiana. When I was a kid, I saw something on TV that I thought was pretty interesting. So that night, I decided I would show my mom what I had learned on TV that day. So I pulled her in close as I pulled her in closely for a good night kiss. I told her, I'm going to show you what I saw on TV today. She moved closer. And as I kissed her, I inserted my tongue into my mother's mouth <gasps> as she no! suddenly realized that I had seen a French kiss. And she quickly pushed me away. <laughs> when I kiss you, it's like I'm kissing my brother. What's that movie from? Yeah. Back to the future. She immediately gave me a lecture on how it is not appropriate. It's not appropriate. It's not a thing you do with your mom. <laughs> but the memory of my first French kiss is forever burned into oh. my mind. And by the way, Lucas says, I was homeschooled. <laughs> not after that. I think it's Sorry, time. Lucas. I think it's time he's educated by the world <laughs> just for a little while. <laughs> mom, look what I saw on TV. <laughs> Come on, kiss a big wet licorice kiss. <laughs> that, that was movie. The, uh, that was the Goonies. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes, it yes. was Ralph Choo -choo. Mouth. Yeah. So, yes. Matter of fact, sticking his tongue to a portrait. And Mickey, uh, <laughs> kiss. All right. So, John, what <laughs> through our stories, we're going to be post. We're going to be saying some of our own as well. So, John, do you have a, 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 a I, theme story for you? I know. Yeah, I do. This is something that I believed intently when I was a young man. I was not shaped by this thought. However, it, it did affect me somewhat. I believed that as boys got older, they turned into girls. <laughs> it was like this cycle of life that they would start off a boy. Everybody started off a boy, and then they slowly turned into girls. Because I, I don't know why I thought this, but I was <laughs> – so worried because I enjoyed being a boy and yeah. I just didn't want to turn into a girl one day. And finally, when I was 16, I realized it didn't happen that way. So. Oh, finally. When I was a kid, that reminds <laughs> me of one I didn't even have written down. But somebody told me <laughs> if you were a boy and you got punched in the privates, you would turn into a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Go inside out or whatever. Temporarily. Outside in. Yes, it's true. <laughs> no, um, I uh, when I was a kid – 
and I'd uh, go to the beach a lot and stuff like that. I hated the taste of getting salt water in my mouth. And oh, mostly yeah. because I was convinced that salt water was salty. I had no, you know, no learning, no, no reason to believe this, but I just believe that it was fish pee and fish dying <laughs> that made the water nasty and, and salty and hurtful to my mm. tongue. And to this day, to this day, the, the new trend that everything has sea salt in it, you know, and mm. sea salt flavored this and sea salt caramel and yeah. all, absolutely unappetizing and unappealing to me because it's uh. crystallized pee and fish death. That's, that's what it's it is. Well, urine. It's gross. Sure. So mm, enjoy, enjoy your, uh, thanks for ruining something that I believed in. <laughs> it's just <laughs> crystallized crap. <laughs> Carrie, a Kirk wrote in my extended family installed flooring for a living. My mom would, uh, would find really unique ways to use the super thick eight foot long cardboard rolls that were left over. So in my room, I had one set up. From floor to ceiling, covered in contact paper and hooks with all of my stuffed animals hanging on it. Every night in bed, I had to face the large Mickey Mouse hanging at the very top of this fluffy totem pole. Mom always left the closet light on, but the shadows on Mickey's face only made him look more menacing to me. I swear I saw his (laughs) eyes move on more than one occasion. This fear led me to behave... In the way that if I lay, per- I believed that if I laid perfectly still in the middle of my bed and did not move, Mickey would not move and he would leave me alone and not get me in my sleep. I've never heard of anybody scared of Mickey Mouse. So mm, he's kind of freaky. No. <laughs> wow, guys. Well, she did include a picture, and to her credit, it is not your your kid's Mickey Mouse. It's your grandma's Mickey Mouse, you know, the, the wicked looking one. So night after night, I would be tucked into bed and lay in complete horror, completely still in the middle of my bed until I fell asleep. I even had a dream that I remember to this day that Mickey was floating towards me laughing. Oh my goodness. Can you do a Mickey laugh for me? (laughs) (laughs) That is creepy. So he's laughing with his stuffed arms reaching for me. Give me a little girl. (laughs) I'm going to give you a kiss. <laughs> I'm gonna stop right there. <laughs> she included the picture, yeah. So it's not your kids, Mickey Mouse, as I said. She says it still gives me chills to this day. So now I'm sure that did for sure. I think she's in the chat room, so <laughs> she's probably shut us off. Um, Shane from Niagara Falls, Canada. Woohoo! Uh, he wrote hey. in. He says, "When I was a kid, Canada, I thought that the name Sean S E A N was pronounced Seen." He is not the only one, by the way. Uh, That is because I only had read the name in books, and nobody had explained to me that it was actually pronounced Sean. And I had the same problem. I had a buddy. uh, His parents did a Bible study. My parents did a Bible study at his parents' house, and yeah, his name was Seen. I saw it everywhere. And um, (laughs) I I think it should be Seen. And this funny thing is is this is Shane saying this. So he's used to the SH sound. But uh, yeah, yeah. that would make more sense. I, I, I'm guilty of the same thing whenever I'm reading books, especially even as an adult. I read Harry Potter and I went through like the first eight. Oh, I don't know. The first four. And then the movie <laughs> came out and I finally heard Hermione's name the correct way. I just thought it was Hermione. 
It was the weirdest thing I ever heard. It wasn't <laughs> a much silly name. It wasn't much better pronounced correctly, Hermione, but it made a little more Hermione. sense. Destiny. Destiny writes in, says, I'm still technically a kid, but I believed that my toys would come to life when I left for school. I still eye my toys suspiciously, especially after I watched Toy Story. And uh, I, I, I have to agree. I had the same had the same thing. And it wasn't till Toy Story um, that I thought it was an, a good thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I was it's a grown-up. It's a grown up as, as you know Way when I saw Toy nice. Story, but uh, but yeah, I was thought it was like creepy, like they were moving until you open yeah. the door, and so I would like duck out and come back in, turn the light off real quick, convince myself that, that they had too. moved. So. Yeah, oh, look, his hand just moved. I know it. <laughs> Why wow, it was on the bed just a second ago. That's it. That's how I check to see if my kids are sleeping, clonk them on the head, <laughs> you open the door, shut real the light. Quick. Yeah, <laughs> are you moved? <laughs> no, okay. Uh, we got a voicemail from Mike Prince. It's uh, Toast Police. James, John, I hate typing out stories, so I'm sending you a voicemail for your theme show for nobody's listening. Yes. Uh, my daughter reminded me of something I believed when I was a kid because she's believing this now. I was making breakfast. I made toast. I only I made eight pieces, and she asked why I made so many. And I told her I made so many so everybody would have enough toast for breakfast for our whole family. And she said, well, if you don't make enough, will the police come? <laughs> and I said, no, honey, the police don't come if I don't make enough breakfast. And then I, re- I realized I used to think that the police would come and arrest us for trivial stuff, too, when I was a kid. <laughs> Like, if I didn't feed my dog, the police would come. Or if I was late for school, the police would get me. I used to think that a lot when I was a kid, too. So, I'm, I'm handing it down. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But anyway, uh, I'm excited about the steam show. Keep it coming. Bye. Did he say steam show? We have a theme show, not a steam show. I just want to make sure. Steam show. Yeah. Yeah, a, it kind of works. That It started off One as a of steam show with Lucas Kirk making out with his mom. But. <laughs> yeah. Trying to bring it down. A and bit. if the apple does far too far from the tree, then the police will come and take them <laughs> police away. Police will come. Yeah, I my, and that must have been. I mean, people threaten that. Like parents, parents constantly <laughs> are using the police to get you. I use them. My kids don't put on their seatbelts. I tell them the police uh, are going to take me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started taking off their seatbelts. Take seat off their seatbelts exactly because they're like, "Hey, that'd be fun. It'd be fun not to have a dad." <laughs> I'm clueless about the world. I'll show him. Uh, Anthony says, um, oh, no, no. I wanted to tell his story. His, his was a little long. So just for time purposes, Anthony was told apparently that um, when he was a kid, he was like five or six, uh, that his family, he was driving down the road. Where are we going? And they said, we're going to the moon. And uh, he believed it. But he was a little upset when they found out they went to Denny's instead. So after Denny's, they're on their way home. They get gas in their car. And it's his job, Anthony's job. He's big boy. He gets out and he, you know, manages the gas after his dad gets it going. It clicks. He puts it back on the thing. He screws the cap on, flaps the lid. All of a sudden, the car starts off and leaves. And before it even really gets off, his little brain starts going. And it starts thinking, wait a minute. We were headed to the moon. What if we're there? And it looks just like the Earth does from where we're at. <laughs> And so as the car is leaving, he runs after him and he screams, Dad, 
don't leave me on the moon. And so the, <laughs> the car stops. He gets in the back. His mom's on his dad about leaving him. You yeah, could you leave your son? And he's like, what? I thought he was in the car, you know? And about then as they're driving off and he's choking back a tear, the older sister teases, don't leave me on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lifetime kind of joke right there, boy. That is. That's one where you go to your, you bring your kids to visit with the cousins and your sister still, <laughs> you're going to sleep with your wife. She peeks yep. in and she says, don't leave me on the moon. <laughs> Don't worry, we won't leave you on the moon. Of course, there's somebody with a with a <laughs> wife or a sister who peeks in at night and says, "You kissed your mom with your tongue." <laughs> <laughs> Lucas's wife, probably. Oh gosh, I'm so glad I, didn't I hope do she that. knows that story already. Oh, <laughs> so glad I'm not guilty of that one. Oh. <laughs> my first French kiss was my mom. <laughs> Here, Mom, I'm going to show you what I learned. At least he hadn't seen like a murder mystery or something. Oh, Clue. Here's a candlestick. Mom, let's go into the conservatory. So. (laughs) (laughs) Kaylin writes in, uh, when I was six or seven, I trusted my older sister completely. And it never entered my mind to doubt her about anything. And I see that with my two kids as well. Um, Mm. Three years apart. Yours are what? Three years apart, right? Yeah, just about. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Anyway, the younger one always like idolizes the older one. Anyway, this this is the the case here, but uh, it yes. made her easy prey apparently. So she was playing a computer game one day, and she says, "I really wanted to play it too." Uh, she, you know, the older sister was playing it, so I begged her to let me play it, but she didn't want to get off the computer. So she told me this. She said, "If you die in a computer game, are you sure you want to play? Because if you die in a computer game, you die in real life." And of course I believed her. So a couple days later, she's playing the same computer game. I was watching her wanting to play, but a little bit scared too. And suddenly her character died. I burst into tears and I ran into my room because I did not want to see what was about to happen because my sister was going to die. My parents came in. They were confused. They tried to console me. They told me that my sister was not going to die. She still had two more lives. No, (laughs) she will die. She will die someday. She has five quarters. She will die, but not today. Um, so at my point, at that point, though, my mind was made up. So after an hour or so, I came to realize that maybe it wasn't such a bad thing that my sister was going to die. I came to terms. She, she went through the <laughs> phases of, uh, of loss there. Uh, so Quickly. Because c- now I realize that I would have her room and uh, probably even her laptop. And uh, so that was a plus. I, I even went to her room and started taking inventory mentally of all the things yes. that I would inherit from her, even thinking of my other two sisters and what they might get after I was done, of course. Here, play the game. While in the middle of this, yeah, you guys want to play a game? <laughs> I'm about to become an only child. Uh, so right in the middle of the room, my, as I was in there, my, my sister comes into the room and shouted, what are you doing? And and I freaked out, you know, for a minute, thought it was a zombie. And then I realized, no, she's not dead. You're not dead. I exclaimed and I clung to her and hugged her in spite of myself. I still was a little afraid of computer games after that, but I soon got over it and I'm completely ag- addicted to them now. So thanks, Kayla. Awesome. <laughs> so are we. That's a great story. So are You're we. not dead. You're a zombie. 
Um, let's see. <laughs> Let me show you. When I was in when I was in uh, pre K, um, I went to a little Highlands Baptist Church in Jacksonville, a little pre K thing, mm. and uh, we did a lot of playing outside. So I think it was a budget <laughs> pre K. It was just like yeah. It was back then. It was still okay to just have childcare without the educational part. You know, that's right. We're, we're just gonna feed them, put them in a nap. Let them get dirty. That's it. So I'd, I'd be out there playing. There was a lot of sand, a lot of concrete, a lot of metal in our playgrounds back then. We've established this before. Yeah, a lot but, of concrete. but this one had a, a hole, like a straight out hole dug next to the sidewalk to where you could kind of see underneath just the lip, lip of the bottom part of the uh, concrete, something that obviously should have been filled in and would be, and would be have cedar chips on it, you know, and rubberized flooring and everything else by now. But but the kids that were a little bit older than me, I, I had to have been four. They must have been five. Would come up to me and and uh, they told me that the devil uh, lived underneath that sidewalk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and gosh. I I absolutely believe them. And and uh, immediately, just the way my mind worked, I imagined that all sidewalks were probably you know devil networks of of ways to travel. Mm. And I was so 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 thrilled that someone had thought. To cover up all of these networks with concrete, you know, three or four inches of concrete. It's yes. feeling pretty safe about that until the next day or so when I saw some people digging out that hole. And I was like, no, the devil. <laughs> I was absolutely convinced. <laughs> I don't know what I, it wasn't even. I mean, I just imagine like he was a little tiny head or a big head with a little body and he just had red stuff and the red stuff was all the devil stuff. And it was just going to come out, I guess, you know, like the green goo in, in, uh, you know, transformers Two, also known as ghostbusters. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. The, if you're ever walking around the sidewalk and, uh, you know, you, you, you ever see me not stepping on cracks and stuff. It's cause I believe the devil's fingernail could peek up through there and just snatch it out of the bad place. So, man, I used to be afraid of, of holes too, but underwater holes, oh, not yeah. even holes, just dark rock. See, we used to go to this place in Florida called rock Springs uh -huh. and it was just, it's just like a, it's just like a spring, you know, really? cold water and all that stuff. And it goes down, you could get in an inner tube and just float down and it was great. It was fun, but th they'd have, you know, some parts where it was kind of deeper, at least it was deep for a kid my age. And it looked like a, it would be like a rock or something, but it looked like a hole. Mm. And I thought that those dark spots were creatures under the water that were going to suck you in and <laughs> eat you. And to this day, even I know that they're not, but it nah. still freaks me out to like in crystal clear water. If you're going and you can see the bottom of the river and it's kind of deep, that freaks me out. <laughs> really? I, yeah. I'm the one, I'm the opposite. When I too. can't see is when I, I start freaking out. Oh, I can't say that. I have a video, an unreleased video on my camera of me swimming as a grown man in a in a a reef area in the Bahamas hmm. and these fish what? start getting close to me and I scream like three or four no. grown children strapped together on a <laughs> rocket. Yeah. How did you get that on your phone? Because I, I bought a case, you know, an underwater bag type thing to put it in. Oh. And I was videotaping all these beautiful blue, you know, Nemo style fish, except they were as big as two hands put together. And then they started coming mm. closer and the oohs and ahs turned to. It's 
so. <laughs> get away from me, fish. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, mm. I, I was I I keep it. It is amazing how many things from your childhood uh, that bother freak you. Freak you out as an adult. Yeah, that still freak you out. I'll, I'll yeah. give you an example. Um, we're talking about sidewalks. I still to this day struggle with walking on grates in parking lots mm. or yeah. in sidewalks. I don't care how dense they are. When I was a kid, I was absolutely for sure that if my foot landed weird on those things, that it would just fall through and that I would Slide somehow right get pulled down into the muck. And to this day, yeah. I do not like walking over grates. I, I'll step around them. You ask anybody. I'm with you. Yeah, those things are freaky. I you don't know how deep they are. You can't see what's at the bottom. I will say now it's less about being pulled through and it's more about due to my girth actually punching through. <laughs> No, it's more now about the distance. Like I'm actually walking. I don't like heights. So when you're walking over one that's four foot deep, you're walking four foot above. You, you could you could suffer a little fall there. Yeah. And um, and just like I'm IT crowd, on. you know, balloons, when they go off, they might give you a tiny fright. And uh, that's that's what I'm freaking out about, about <laughs> grates. I don't like sewer grates. I don't like walking near them. I feel like I'm going to go fall, fall through them. So. If you I'm feel that you way, that. you can join the the Facebook group, uh, the the NLCast podcast community, and uh, we'll talk about it. We'll support one another. That's what we're here for. And you're not an idiot in this case. That's right. For the record. That's right. You ain't that funny. Forrest Fisk <laughs> says, when I was a young child, my mother used to feed us bread with lies. Oh, oh. Okay. He says, before I go into this story, do you know when you get a loaf of cheap white bread, is there any other kind? Sometimes there are large holes in some of the slices. Yeah, you know, it's hard to make a decent peanut butter and jelly when the jelly keeps falling through that one big gaping hole. Well, one day I asked my mom where the holes were coming from, and she told me that they were from worms. Invisible worms. Invisible worms that lived inside (laughs) of the bread. She said... They don't taste like anything, she says. It's a great lie. But when you eat the bread, you eat the worms. And they live oh. in your tummy until nighttime. Oh. Then they crawl. It gets better. They crawl out of your belly button when you sleep. And that's where your belly button comes from, by the way. Oh. <laughs> She's just creating this crap right off the top of her head. She says, bread it's worms. So <laughs> bread worms create. You a name now. What? <laughs> They got a name now. Yeah, bread, bread worms. worms. Bread worms created your belly button the first time you ate bread with holes in it. <laughs> you were so young mm. when you had bread, you probably don't even remember when you didn't have a belly button. <laughs> so, of course. <laughs> uh, she she has a belly button, too, she said, because she eats the bread, too. It all made so much sense when I was a kid. Good <laughs> mm. one. There's no closure there. Bread worms. Just forest Forrest did away with his mother, his lying bread mother. The breadworms consumed her. Now she has belly buttons everywhere. Breadworms. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Cheap White Bread. With free invisible breadworms. Get yours today and get a free belly button to match. All right. <laughs> Mitch good. says, of all the scary dreams you can have, I have no clue why I was freaked out by this one in particular. I woke up 
in a cold sweat from a dream in which I entered the garage and found that our minivan was upside down in the bay. I was terrified, and I finally had my dad take me down to the garage to show me that the van was as it always was, four wheels on the ground. It was great. It's great to have you guys back, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch, I'll tell you why that was scary. It's because your parents had a minivan. That's the, that's the scary part. <laughs> scary My folks part. did too. That's the worst part. As did mine. Now, I had a weird dream when I was a kid. It was so dumb. And it's not even going to be funny because it's just that kind of dumb. But it, I would dream of a, I don't know, like a Hershey kiss shaped pyramid of sand. Okay. So it's not a straight triangle, it's just kind of a drip yeah. shape down to the bottom. And then the wind yeah. would blow and blow all of it flat. And I woke up in a cold sweat. I kid you not. Scared me That's to crazy. death. I don't know why. Weird. I don't it have this. Like the kind of dreams I would have when I'm sick. <laughs> Maybe you know, I, and you feel like I got to put it back together now. What am I going to do? I, I always, I never wanted to tell that because I'm always sure some dream analyst psychologist is going to listen to the show and be like, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, Jen, Jen, you need to get a hold of your husband right now. He is a time bomb waiting to explode. That dream has only been had by four other people. And one of them's name was Hitler. So <laughs> the other one saw something on TV and showed his mom something. <laughs> and another one created Mickey Mouse. So, um, so there you go. That might not be too bad. <laughs> Adrian Beck writes, my grandfather was a college basketball coach. Pretty dang cool. Much better than my grandpa. Yeah. My grandpa was a Delta Airlines pilot. So uh, That's my, pretty cool. my step grandpa, I guess. Anyway, the the Papa Bill's T, you remember that episode? Yeah, that was him. Anyway, uh, vaguely. My grandfather was a college basketball coach and it was time for his retirement. Much to my dismay, though, I was informed, probably jokingly, that he was being fired. Being five. I assume that meant that they were going to fire him out of a cannon, which was interesting. <laughs> That's a good visual. <laughs> can, I, can I come? Everybody seems happy. Um, or possibly. Uh, that's why I needed that watch, you know, <laughs> so I get so time when he was supposed to go out. Uh, or possibly, I thought much later, uh, that they were actually going to just throw him into a fire, which was horrifying. Needless to say, I was quite relieved when I found out that he was just retiring and not in mortal peril. So, mm. I uh, most coaches, most coaches get, uh, or at least football coaches get uh, ice ice bucket thrown over oh, their over their head. True, yeah, I thought about that with the ice bucket challenge lately. Coaches must be like roll, yeah. rolling their eyes and be like, "Yeah, I get this every time I win a game." Been doing Come that on. forever. I've had like twenty seven of them. Ain't never gave nothing to nobody. <laughs> I ain't calling nobody out. Dude, you got another kid kid thing? Kid thing? Yeah. 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 Hit me with one. Uh, you mentioned something about digging, uh, and it made me re- remember this. I was told not to dig holes in mm. the yard too often because I would do it quite often, and I'd never fill them back in. And so, you know, people would go in the backyard or wherever it was I was digging and, you know, tripping a hole. But um, <laughs> I, I don't know if my, my mom told me this to stop digging, but she said if you keep digging holes, you're going you're gonna to dig to the other side of the earth. Yeah, dig to and China. That, That's what I was told. Dig to China. And I thought, when well, that actually sounds like a cool idea. I yeah. want to try that. So I would try digging really deep holes in Florida until the water started popping exactly. up. Exactly. 
I did the I same just, thing, man. You'd always dig till there was water. Like there was a foot of water. You couldn't dig anymore because the yeah. sides would, would clomp in. on Cave in. Yeah. But uh, digging holes is one of my favorite things in the world to do. And and yes, yeah. When what they should have done is used a little science and said, you know, if you keep digging, you're gonna you're gonna dig to the molten core of the earth, and you're <laughs> gonna kill us all. You know, you're gonna start a volcano right here in the middle of the, of the street. It would make more sense. Or my mom, you know, uh, would have sh- probably should have used a little religion and just did what the kids at school did and said, if you dig, you're gonna dig up the devil, and uh, and he's gonna come get and you and all his red stuff. We'll come and get you. <laughs> and then I'd say, oh, thanks, Mom. Thanks for saving me. Let me thank you in a very special way. <laughs> <laughs> it's the running joke. Sorry, Lucas. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. I, if there's anybody I don't feel sorry for, it's Lucas. He's, he's the man. Retro Keith wrote in, I'm sure a lot. Oh, wait, I got to tell one. I didn't tell my. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. That counts. Retro Keith okay. says, I sure, I'm sure, i sure a lot of people uh, thought that a snake would pop out of the toilet and bite them in the butt when they pooped. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. He says, I also thought that uh, Grandpa really did eat my nose when he pulled it off. <laughs> mm, right on. I thought they pulled quarters out of my ears, man. I was working on that one. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm rich. surprised I didn't go at it with a, with a knife or a spoon and start trying to core it out. Anyway, I uh, I also uh, just knew a monster or a hand would grab my ankle from under the bed <laughs> or while climbing the basement stairs, so I won't go there. No, you're the only one that did, Keith, and I thank you for for bringing up the basics, man. That that I used to run and jump at my room door and float like Michael Jordan all the way across the room to my bed, <laughs> so that the man under the bed could not grab me and 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 in my my world you also couldn't hang your feet or hands off the edge of the bed because the man with the axe was also under there and he would chop off whatever body part was dangling over the edge and um and so what kept him from just reaching up and grabbing you normal i don't know but he always had this set of rules that you know he only he would limit himself by if you obeyed the rules and one of the rules was that blankets or sheets would keep him at bay. He, you know, yep. nothing could get you through blankets. The, the, the logic of kids is flawed and this is why they're not allowed to take care of themselves and why they need you mom and dad to shape them and mold them. Cause you know, they, they're, you're an idiot. Yeah. If you're, a, if you're under <laughs> you're a child, <laughs> I hate to tell you, you're an idiot. So, Sorry, kids. I haven't used that for a while. But anyway, so he says he won't go there. And I, it's a good thing. I used to think the – because when I was a kid, they, they had that thing about we flushed an alligator down the toilet. Now it's giant, mm-hmm. you know? It lives in the sewer and, and it's going to eat you. Yeah, I always thought snakes could probably come back up, you know, and, and all that scary. They Rats, can. everything. So he mm. says the big thing for me, though, was fearing teddy bears. Now I'm going to tell you right now, this story is horrifying. But Keith acts like it's no big deal, and that's what makes it amazing. So I'm just telling you this in advance. He says, "Okay." the big thing for me was fearing teddy bears and walking on the grass. I never knew why for a long time. And even after hearing this story, they still made me uncomfortable for years. So I was probably two or three, and we lived down in the southern tip of Florida where my dad was in the Air Force. And I was stationed there at Homestead AFB. I'm told... 
that I was playing out in the grass with my teddy bear. My mom came to pick me up, take me back in the house. She took a step inside and she picked up my teddy bear. And as she did, a snake fell out of a hole in the (gasps) teddy bear. And she screamed. And I'm sure I screamed as a response. And she ran for the safety of the home, flinging the stuffed teddy bear and the snake as far as she could. As a kid, all I knew is that my whole life I was afraid of stuffed animals and I hated being in the grass. And I've since outgrown it. But thanks, Mom, for planting irrational fears into my head by overreacting. (laughs) Keith, Keith, you need to give your mom a break, dude. That was horrifying. (laughs) That was not overreacting. A snake crawling out of a teddy bear is like freaking R-rated horror movie stuff. It is. That's life scarring. You'd have been worse off if you'd been older than you were you know, at two, guarantee you. Snake. Snakes always. I'm gonna come have out of a bad dream tonight. Grass. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Isaac in the chat room says, "There's a snake in my bear." Good. <laughs> what movie is he referencing? Toy Story. So, uh, we got oh. this one's from John uh, from Canada. Something about a watermelon. Listen. Hey, Jens and John from the NL cast. I am a new viewer. My name is John. <laughs> I'm from Canada. He's a he's a viewer. So hey man, you're viewing an audio in Canada. Viewing an audio podcast there in Canada. So uh, we're welcome. Welcome, John. Yeah. So one of the things I believed when I was a kid was that if you ate the seeds of watermelon, <laughs> like mm. it would grow another watermelon inside of you yep. because, like, I thought it was just water instead of instead of stomach acid. <laughs> I thought it was like water that feed the seed and then it would sprout and grow and grow until like a vine goes through your mouth and that produces a watermelon. And I kind of believe that's how um, watermelons were actually made that it came like, just kind of like birth, you know, but like watermelon birth for men or women or oops, what? Anyway. Yeah. I thought that's how watermelon were made. Not that you planted it in the ground, but you just, a vine would just naturally come out of your mouth and made a watermelon. Man, that took a long time to explain. Yeah, it did. But I'm really enjoying your podcast. Thanks for the laughs. Bye. Yes, bye. Yeah, okay. Yeah, bye. I don't know if he was meaning to, but he sounded a little <laughs> bit like you, John. He was just like, okay, okay. Do I hang up? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. All, right. All right. Bye. Bye. We have that same awkward gene where we don't know how to hang up the phone sometimes. Did you, you know? hear That's the part something. where he said it was like man giving birth or, or like woman giving birth? Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he did the same thing. <laughs> that might be my Canadian doppelganger. Oh. That'd be awesome. Hello, Canadian yeah, twin. I, I thought that they would grow vines in your stomach, and that's how you got a big fat tummy. Is a watermelon, you know, would grow in your stomach. Mm-hmm. But when I was really young, I thought the vines would literally like go through your veins and take over your whole body. Oh, like poison ivy or something. Um, yeah, but inside. Yeah. Ugh. Like yeah. That's yeah. Freaky. Yeah, poison ivy. That's the scary. character. That's nightmare fodder too. Yeah. There's a snake in my bear, and watermelons are evil. Watermelon vines. They'll take over your soul. Uh, I can't pronounce his first name, but I'm going to try. Carthrux? 
K-A-R-T-H-R-O-X. Carthrix Collins. It may be a made-up name. Carthrox! Carthrox! She's got the perfect name. Snarthex, yeah. He or she, I don't know. (laughs) Me and my brothers uh, were never taught about Santa, the Easter Bunny, or the Tooth Fairy as children, simply because my parents thought they were evil. However, we were told of the Tooth Angel, which is not evil at all. It's not like lying to your children at all. It's totally different. I'm just adding things because yeah that kind of myths me big time <laughs> it's like yeah i guess the tooth angels for real too yeah or yeah. isn't i well, don't know okay so like my kids believed in santa and their best friends did not and they were over there and the dad was trying to be funny so he makes up this legend of the cookie ninja because it, jen was talking about <laughs> putting cookies out and he's like oh just be careful with the cookie ninja and he creates this entire mythology that my children absolutely believe that they had to guard against the cookie ninja or santa would not get the cookies and i'm like what is the difference <laughs> yeah you just told another lie yeah you at least said, one of them gets my kids to be good lie to your own kids yeah don't mind to mine <laughs> i draw the line what kind of lies i tell so anyway the the tooth angel i just love that if we change it it's all of a sudden so much better. A fairy and an angel, to- miles apart, miles apart. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, because we didn't believe in the tooth fairy, they had to get our teeth somehow, so my parents created this thing, and they explained a little about the process. And I had many questions, because I was you know, not easily uh, taken in. For instance, I imagined a huge container that they stored all of the good children's teeth in which I did not believe in, by the way, until I saw, uh, oh, what's the movie where they're all, Santa's like tough and has guardians. What is it? Oh, yeah. A Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians was an amazing movie, but they made collecting children's teeth seem like the bone collector to me. It was just weird. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I just love these little teeth. I haven't seen it. Uh, It's cool. It's really cool. Uh, unless you think they're all evil, and then it's like the four horsemen of the apocalypse coming together to mm. take over your children's Shander souls. Claus. Yeah, but it is pretty awesome. Um, you might want to watch it even if you don't. Your kids don't because it's just great. But anyway, uh, me being the questioning and calculatory child that I was, I decided to answer one of my questions on my own, and I got out a combination safe and I locked my tooth away in to see if this tooth angel could defy physics. Needless to say, it could not, and the conversations of shattered dreams soon followed. <laughs> Love the show. Keep up the great work. <laughs> yeah, I'm all better now. I'm better now. I believe in Jesus <laughs> and angels and sand and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, speaking of things that... Things that we believed. Um, I don't know why, but when I was a kid, a little house in Jacksonville had three rooms and a living room. There was absolutely um, no way this could happen. But I believe that there were there was space between my bedroom wall and the living room wall. I believe that there was like a good two or three feet of space and that it wow. could be accessed through a secret room or secret uh, door inside of my closet. And I would never look to confirm that this door was there because if it had been there, I would have freaked out and died. So I never looked. And I believed that inside this space were spies and that they were watching me and that it was their job to track me and to keep control, not control, but, uh, but just that they were just there. I think they were in charge of the man 
under the bed. I don't know if they were good guys or bad guys. <laughs> and it's not like I obsessively thought about them, but I just kind of thought, okay, when I get older, I'm going to bust this wall down. <laughs> I have a talk with these guys. And uh, they're probably going to be like, thank you, finally. That's why we've been tapping on the wall and trying to get out. Uh, but I also, I had a boot. I had one cowboy boot. I don't know why. but What's your boot? I, I would knock it on the floor. And I, I lived on a concrete slab. So there wasn't much chance of what I'm about to say happening happening. But if I hit the floor in such a way, I convinced myself that it sounded like the rattle of a padlock on a on a trap door under the carpet. And so I believed that there were spies in my walls and that there was a trap door under the carpet. And if I ever get around to writing a book worth publishing for kids, (laughs) it is going to be on the topic. I've actually even written the log line and everything, but uh, about a kid that fears that there are spies in his walls and a, and an unknown force under his, his uh, you know, his floor and he finds out that it's all true and there really are spies <laughs> and they're trying to keep their, their not for him, but they're protecting and making sure that that hole stays closed up. But the kid opens it before they get a chance to stop him. And they have the whole book is them having to deal with the, the, the red devil goop, I guess. That comes up I, would, out of it. I would watch that story. <laughs> Or listen to somebody read it to me. So yeah, there it is. I'm going to turn that one into a story because that one's that one's fun. Copyright James Kennison. Hannah sends in one that will make our uh, our opener make a little more sense. I she says I heard a song as a child, and I could have sworn that the choir was singing, and every cow will be saved, and every cow will be saved. The Holy Spirit will come <laughs> down, and every cow will be saved. It didn't make any sense to me, but as a sing along, anyway. And it wasn't until later that I realized that they were singing in Africa will be saved and Africa will be saved. I didn't get this at first until I did an African <laughs> accent and Africa will Africa be saved will be saved. and Africa <laughs> will be saved. So yeah, let's listen. <laughs> Africa will be saved. <laughs> yes. So Africa will be saved. Africa will be saved. And and just for the record, Africa does need to be saved. And and, uh, we Mm. we fully support those folks. We're not making fun of the accent. Obviously, we're making fun of a young lady's uh, misinterpretation of a very beautiful song and a very good sentiment. And our prayers and our our connection or our whatever, our side. We side with the people of Africa, the folks that... That need to ch- need that change so much. All right, so um, let's do a couple more. John, you got another one? Sure do, man. Uh, two really small ones because what you were talking about kind of ties into them. Not the cow thing, but <laughs> people living in walls. I, when I was a uh, kid, I used to think that radio had tiny people playing the music. <laughs> And I was like, this is amazing. There are little tiny people in this radio. Because, you know, when we were kids, the radios were, you know, a little bit bigger than they are now. They yeah. weren't iPods. They were actual radios and you could tune them and all that stuff. So I was really careful not to shake the radio, you know, because <laughs> I didn't want to hurt the little people in there. <laughs> but um, this is another thing that has to do with people living behind things. I was told the story of Bloody Mary when I was a kid. Oh. And and the story goes, if you – 
Now, don't be afraid, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to have to say All this. right, parents. <laughs> yes. If your children are listening, don't let them listen because it probably won't be scary, but it might be. Anyways, my, my friend Chucky, we used to hang out and <laughs> all my childhood stories. No, he's not Chucky the doll. <laughs> he was my friend down the street. He was a, he was a kid. He did have freckles, though. Hey, you want to play <laughs> but, a game? Hey, Johnny. Um, anyways, he told me this story, and he was he went to Catholic school. So I thought at first it was you know a Catholic thing, but um, he said this is this is quaint this Bloody Mary story. And he says if you go in the bathroom mm. and you turn out the lights and you say Bloody Mary and make three circles, when you look back in the mirror, you will see Bloody Mary in the mirror. And you know he used to talk about hail marys and stuff. That I guess that's why I thought Bloody Mary, hail mary. I don't know. They went together somehow, but. I, I was so scared to even think the name Bloody Mary when I was in the bathroom. I wouldn't look at the I wouldn't even look at the mirror when I went going there. <laughs> I was scared of it. Oh. I don't even know what the urban legend is or whatever that goes with that. But yes, I that was something that I Yeah, I never even got close. Of. I never even got that close. I was so scared of the dark, even as a grown man. I wouldn't do it today. No way. I wouldn't either. I don't believe in it with all of my heart. I really don't. I do not believe in that kind of stuff at all, but I still wouldn't do it. Just yeah, for the same I reason, I guess, that I didn't look for the door in my closet. <laughs> yeah. Because if it happens, I'm going to – I can't live in a world where you could just say Bloody Mary three times and something would show up in the mirror. I would. I couldn't yeah. exist anymore. So that stuff and belongs in the movies. how would you make it disappear? Yeah. I mean, how would you brush your teeth with – Somebody staring at you in the mirror. It just would Stop. be a nuisance. Stop, Bloody Mary. Shower. Right there. You hey, can don't wash. look at me naked, Bloody you got Mary. got something on your face there. <laughs> you probably want to wash that off if you're going to be living in my mirror <laughs> the rest of your life. Um, when I was a kid, I thought that you could block a bird finger. <laughs> you could block if it. You, if you flip somebody off with your bird finger and then put your hand over it. <laughs> Like to stop it, you and held it between the person because I didn't get that you showed them the finger. I I thought you pointed it at the person, and and I didn't <laughs> I didn't know the other two fingers were involved. So it was just this clean. Every other finger's down, one is up. So I like almost like you do when you're pointing with your pointer finger. And so I blocked it. And this girl who was a friend of mine, she lived down the street. Her name was Ann Meadows, and she she was older than me, and she was showing off in front of her friends, and she told on me. I, I was I was floored because I, I told her, I told the teacher as she's dragging me to the principal, the only time I've ever been in trouble in elementary school, the whole, my whole life was this. And I'm, I'm being drugged. I blocked it. I blocked it. And she didn't even respond. She didn't even answer me like to even, she probably had no idea what I was talking about. And so they it called, real. they called my folks. They oh. told them. And my mom and my stepdad came to the school and whooped me in the hallway, oh, public geez. school, and sent me back in. And I think they mostly did it because they were embarrassed. <laughs> but I blocked it. Yeah. So I blocked it. It doesn't exist. That's it's right. Not real. It's the attitude of the heart, right? And my heart was clear. Yeah. And I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> I honestly didn't. I just knew it was the bird. I knew it was a bird finger. That's all I knew. Yeah. I didn't know know what it meant i thought you're just saying you're number one <laughs> this is your iq I, I flipped off a guy in middle school and that's what he, a guy a coach comes up he says that's your your iq your shoe size <laughs> i was like i don't know what you're talking about old man it doesn't uh, make sense um dan 
Dr. Louie says, uh, here's a few things I used to believe when I was a kid. I used to think that the shows I watched, this, this is an improvement on yours. I used to think that the shows that I watched would become black and white when I got older because the older shows were in black and white. That's yes. genius. It's awesome. I even remember asking my mom if, if He-Man would one day and be in black and white when I got older. <laughs> See, I knew I'd be. No, it'll be high definition. I knew I'd be old when my songs were released on Time Life, you know, uh, collection, <laughs> 12, 8 tracks, 13 LPs, 55 cassettes, you know, that kind of thing. I used to yes. think I used to think when people used the phrase on the double that they were saying, I'm the devil. <laughs> I'm the devil. <laughs> Sounds like something I believed. Gotta get out of here. He's the devil. I'm the devil. You do need to go. Uh, I have a teddy bear. You Quickly, can, even. I have a teddy bear you can infest. Um, another <laughs> phrase. Get out of the <laughs> Jesus. Get out of the sidewalk, Satan. Anyway. <laughs> another phrase I misheard. Get me under the side. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I butchered that. Uh, another phrase I misheard was the coast is clear. I used to think they were saying the ghost is clear. Of course he's clear. Ghost. <laughs> yeah. He probably thought adults were idiots. <laughs> yeah, the ghost You're an is idiot. clear, mom and dad. Jeez. The movie Jaws <laughs> frightened me so much that I used to think Jaws lived in the deep end of my aunt's pool. <laughs> Even though I couldn't see him, somehow I knew he was there. Dun it. Dun it. Lastly, just like you, James, I used to think Yoda was what a regular person would look like after they had lived over 800 years. That's exactly what I thought. Uh, kind of <laughs> gives you an idea of what Methuselah would have looked like, right? So, Yes. Methuselah. Do a, do a Methuselah for me as Yoda. <laughs> it's a tough one. I don't just do Yoda, Yoda and say I'm Methuselah. I just want to hear Methuselah say his name. <laughs> Methuselah. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Thank you. You're right. Thank you, Train Monkey. All right. All movement I must make. <laughs> oh, I used to believe that my mom was a witch because when she <laughs> seriously when when she I'm talking about hook green nose black hat the whole thing. Here's why. She told me, I guess, after she had become a Christian, she was telling me her quote-unquote testimony, I guess. And I was very young, and and she was—I know now what she was saying. She was saying, James, before I was a Christian, I was a real witch. But she was obviously not saying—she <laughs> said witch, but she meant something else. I didn't know this, you know. And so I took that to heart. And as I'd sleep in my bed, my mom had a habit of getting on the phone with her friends and, you know, talking and stuff. And she would get to, to laughing. And John will attest to the fact that my mom doesn't just have a laugh. She has an outright cackle. Oh, yeah. And so I'd be laying in bed at night you and I'd hear, I'd well. hear. <laughs> and oh, I would be absolutely terrified. My mom's turned back into a witch. Jesus couldn't do it. I was scared to death. I'd be so You're sure. You'd wake up and she'd be sitting there all green. In her black dress and her, and her hat and the whole thing, dude. Absolutely <laughs> believed that she was cackling and had turned into a witch. And the only thing that would bring her back was to show her something you would learn on TV. <laughs> <laughs> No! Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. I can't do that. 
Oh, man. Uh, I got two more. Uh, do you have any more? You know what? I got two short ones. All right. Wait, uh, yeah, two short ones. Do one. I'll it, play one a voicemail, and you can do the other one. Okay. I believed, you know, much like animals came to life, um, my sisters had these dolls that when you laid them back, their eyes would close. Mm. And they were the creepiest things mm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Sometimes one of those little eyes would get stuck and it would be closed <laughs> and it would pop open all of a sudden when it was sitting up and it would scare the crap out of me. And I I remember being in the tub once and for some reason that doll was sitting Ooh. like in the bathroom watching me. And I was like, I don't want this thing in here because I thought <laughs> – I thought that they were alive. Yeah. And I know for sure those eyes closed and then opened back up. Uh, me. <laughs> that's <laughs> Stupid awesome. dolls. I hate those things. That, <laughs> in Toy Story 3, I'm so glad they addressed that because that is the way I always saw those things. It was never in their pretty little dress with a little bonnet or anything. They always looked like mm. the, the big baby in Toy Story 3. Always. Naked, yep. cloth body. You know, these molded plastic pieces, <laughs> half the toes missing because the dog had gnawed them off, you know. Well, anyway, Chris Cowan. cut off. Something. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. My sister was was the best at that, pulling it out even, uh, dragging it around <laughs> by her hair. Uh, Chris Cowan writes in, or t- uh, emails, voicemails, something in, and um, this is where orphans come from. Hey, James, it's Chris Cowan from Pop Mockers Comedy Podcasts. And when I was Plug. a kid, I didn't really know where orphans came from. So I just sort of imagined that you'd, I, I envisioned basically you're just looking at a street. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this kid just appears and starts walking along. And that's what orphans were. And of course, I imagined <laughs> him wearing a Newsies cap because <laughs> that's what all orphans look like, right? With the patches in their legs. Um, so that's, uh, that's <laughs> what I imagined. I don't I don't know how the science works behind all that, but that's what I believed. I I could see that. You know, orphans are just they crawl out of a dumpster or out of a gutter, you know. <laughs> they just appear. They just appear Please, out of the sir, mist. Me, will you? It's like a horrible version of Cabbage Patch Kids. I'm sorry. Cabbage Patch Kids are a horrible version of Cabbage Patch Kids. Um mm. but yeah, uh, orphans would at least be <laughs> A cleaner version, I guess, of that. <laughs> Mommy, where do orphans come from? From the mist. Uh, yeah. Late at night. Okay. Thanks, Mom. Sleep close. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What's your... Here, I got one, then you can do yours. Uh, my mom told me a couple of lies about my grandpa. I don't know why, but I remembered both of them. In my backyard, um, there was a there was a... Three pine trees, three of them. And they were very tall and very skinny. And uh, I was out there one time. And I said, I was asking mom about my grandpa because he had died apparently. And uh, I was like, how did he get to heaven? And she didn't know. She, you know, new to church and all this. So she lies. And she says, he climbed that tree right there, that middle one. And it was the one that was bent over just a touch at the top. And that made sense to me because it looked like a diamond board. He could jump on that and go boing right up into heaven. <laughs> and so I asked no more questions until we got home from church one day. And that same tree had fallen over onto our pool. Oh, yeah. So thanks, Grandpa. Second lie, my grandma or my grandma, my mother told me about my <laughs> grandpa. And I don't even know why. I don't even know why she did this. But she, we were walking and 
there was a trash can and there's a there's a logo on most trash cans. It is a it is a symbol of a man reaching out to throw trash into a waste bin. You know what I'm talking about? It's just like a icon. I don't know. You've seen yeah, it a million yeah. times. It just means throw the stuff in the trash. Campaign thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she told me that my grandfather drew that, drew that logo. She just told me this randomly. Wow. And it was part of the reason I really wanted to get into art. <laughs> part of the reason <laughs> I do artwork to this day is because my grandfather had created one of the most popular and famous logos in America. The 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 way under noticed, you know, uh, trash yeah, can throw, appreciated. Throw, throw trash into the can man logo. And uh, it was a it has to be a lie. I've never confirmed it. I just know that it's not true because we're not we're not getting royalties every time you guys look at that. You know, um, every time someone throws away a piece of paper, yeah. James gets royalties. It's <laughs> where all my money comes it's from. Like money in his pocket. <laughs> all right. What's yours? What's your last one? Man, that, yours is so coincidental because m- my mom told me that my grandpa invented the question mark. Really? And, <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be funny though. That would be. No, this one is. This is this is t- completely Florida, because you know in Florida uh, you're there now. Uh-huh. It rains every day. Yes, it does. And um, and as a child, we didn't have the luxury of having a pool of our own. We had a kiddie pool, which was a big, mm. round, hard plastic thing with walls. And you could put water in it, and it would work just fine for a couple of days. But then it would be green, and you'd have to dump it out. And um, so, you know, we got into the habit of having a pool with a little bit of water and then dumping it out. And I would notice that the water would drain down into the ground. And so whenever it rained in Florida, I, I envisioned that the angels in heaven <laughs> – we're done with the water in their pool and they were dumping it out and it was filtering through the grass in heaven and coming down as raindrops. <laughs> that was me. That's amazing. Yeah. And I don't know that it doesn't work that way. It could still. It, yeah. Um, sure. I, I was in an airplane one time and I could have sworn when I saw the top parts of the clouds that, uh, that there were some angels throwing away pool water. So it's, I, I would think I if you're in heaven, I think you could afford better than a crappy little <laughs> giddy pool, though. Um, I'm just going to call that one. Body had that. It's a Mythbusters. I don't think we need them for that. That one's busted. Um, Janush said I got that from Austin Powers, but that's for real. That's uh, the way I. That's where Austin Powers yeah, got it from, yo. Is it? I don't know. Um, my last one is actually, uh, from my daughter and my son, because I asked them right before we got on the show, I'm like, guys, we're doing this. And is there anything that you remember, you know, from your recent childhood that you believed? And, uh, my daughter immediately says, I, cause I said, I said, what do you believe? What are you, what did you used to believe that you know is different now? She says, well, I used to have a real problem with the phrase, bite your head off. I just had this image that every that your jaw would unhinge and it would become really big and cartoony and you would bite off somebody's head and um, and I laughed really hard because uh, that is exactly the way my daughter is. It reminded me of a time when she was even younger that she couldn't even remember and she would she had done something really 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 to tick me off and I I was correcting her and telling her and I said girl I'm going to tear you up and her eyes. just got big and she froze and I immediately realized her little her little concrete thinking brain and I said baby girl not not like a piece of paper I mean I'm gonna 
you know, you're going to be in big trouble. And she goes, Oh, that was exactly what she was thinking. She told me, I, I thought you were going to take my arms off. And <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Jay Tear me just, up like trash. Jay doesn't really get things when I t- ask him. So, uh, cause he's a boy, he's kind of dumb. And so, um, I said, would well, you have anything that you remember from your childhood? And he goes, I just remember I had a dream about a puffy girl that flowed through the air at me and it was scary. So I was like, that would be scary. A puffy girl. So puffy girl, puffy girls are scary. So (laughs) puffy girls, you know, I have a friend that, that his kids call farts puffies. (laughs) It's a puffy girl. My son calls scary stuffed animals stuffies. And I don't know where he got that from. I think it was from Hannah Burns. I mean, Hannah, Hannah Kessie actually are, our illustrious Hannah who misunderstood about the African cows. Um, <laughs> Cause he, he was allowed to sleep with a stuffy and he was in her pre-K program. And I believe uh, mm-hmm. she, that sounds like something she would say. It really does. There you go. Well, anyway, guys, th- I can't believe we got it all done. I, I said, if this show be- ends uh, before an hour, 15 minutes, I would be surprised. And we are just under an hour 14. Uh, I would like Whoa. to attempt to do a, Recap song, if I may, though, and that'll push oh us over the, over the limit. There we go. Um, we're going to see what we got. Last week's was uh, questionable in its uh, <laughs> goodness factor. But uh, this week, I've got a little... So much to choose I, I've from. I've got it plugged in. Yeah. All right. So well, let's see uh, what we can do. John, feed me, uh, feed me a good story. I- I'm, I think we should start at the top with the, the recurring joke about kissing mom. <laughs> I was watching children's TV like my mom had taught me, but that was so boring. So I picked the remote and I picked what I want and I stopped on a channel. That was showing so much more than I'd ever seen before. I saw two people sharing the things that help break down their food where digestion begins. (laughs) So that night, my mom tucked me in. I pulled her close. Was about to begin. I said, "Hold on tight. I'm about to rock your world." <laughs> you have felt this way since you were with my dad when you were a little girl. And I slipped her the tongue, <laughs> and I was so young. <laughs> she pushed me away because that was dumb. Stuck out of you. I separated her teeth, <laughs> and from then on, she kept me in the basement, tied up with a leash. I kissed my mom. I kissed my mom. Hmm. What else you got for me? <laughs> Don't leave me on the moon. Don't leave me on the moon, Dad. Didn't I do a good job, Dad? I did what you taught me, Dad. 
Now you're leaving and you're making me sad I don't like the aliens I don't like the cheese I don't like there's a gas station Looks just like the one we went to After Danny's Don't leave me, Dad Don't leave me on the moon Don't leave me on the moon You're my dad <laughs> You're not supposed to go Accelerator pushed it to the floor If it wasn't for mom Then you'd probably be gone And me and the man and the moon And the gas station would be all alone Oh, don't leave me, Dad Yeah Alright, one more Make it good Teddy bear snake. Oh, you do. Yeah. Have to move to the E minor. I was two years old. I could speak very clearly. And so in my two-year-old voice, I will share the story that changed my life so dearly. My mom picked me up in the Florida sunshine and picked up my teddy bear. And I began to cry But as she walked me in the house A black little snake fell out of a hole in my teddy bear And a black thing fell out of her derriere <laughs> That was funny She pooped her pants When the snake yeah. came out yeah. That's the day my mom told my dad she didn't A horse can't fit inside a teddy bear, of course. My mom dropped a deuce on her pants, so did I. <laughs> we were bonded together. Her and I, yeah. If you play iPod in the toilet, please turn it down all the way. It's a PSA. Say from an outcast. Remember, others are in the way. I can hear what your iPod phone say. Get an app that makes fart noises at least. I mean, come on, play it, yes. play it all the way. But it's okay. Whatever you want to do, it's your, it's your day. And you gotta do what you gotta do when you're doing what you're doing on the toilet. Yeah. So you're in Target. And you gotta poop. And there's only one thing that you've got to do. So you press that power button. And you play that up. And you play a game that sounds like dropping crap. Inside that tiny white 
called a toilet. I just want to finish this song up the only way I can and just say this. Um, thank you, everyone, who sent in a story. And thanks to the many more that sent them in, but it didn't make it. I promise I will keep them in the index. And you'll hear them eventually if they were good. But if you talked about something weird or uneasy that you should have kept to yourself or talked to an advisor about then those things probably won't be making it on the show cause if I play them you'll probably be a stalker don't you know and just acknowledging that you sent them will probably do the same (laughs) so I actually live in Noonan, Georgia next to James and name is John And I live down south I mean I'm not In the outside of Atlanta Where you can get me And I'm the one That's saying this stuff And you can't tell me that's not true I am John And I think you're all stupid That's <laughs> not true It's not true James You shouldn't have said that Yeah <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness, goodness, goodness. Whoa, whoa, that's not the right button. Here it is. <laughs> I think I, I think I just started this podcasting thing yesterday. Oh, guys, we're going to have to do this again. If you don't remember, it's going to be October 7th in about a, a, a month. We're going to do another podcast, another theme show, and it's called Vacation. So anything that you have has to do with getting to or from a vacation is going to be perfect. John, it's been fun, man. Did you have fun? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I've enjoyed it. This reminded me of the old school nobody's listening. You know what I'm talking about? It's just good yeah. good old stuff. I have to do more of these. Hey, send in your stories. You can do that. You can do it anytime. Don't, don't save them for a theme show. Keep them around 400 words or less. Send them to james at nlcast.com or call them in at 2095-NLCAST or via SpeakPipe right there on the website, podcast.nlcast.com, where you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow, join us for a live show every Tuesday night, just like all the awesome folks in the chat room. I have a record number of folks tonight, by the way. Thank you so much, all of you, for joining us. Uh, join the NLCast Facebook group. Leave an iTunes review if that's how you found us. Support Nobody's Listening on patreon.com slash NLCast. Thanks to all our patrons like Jordan Medina, Lauren Mack, Mandy Newberg, Amy Butterfield, Seth Darnick, Scott Covert, Kevin Walker, Janu Streisbeck, and Anna Silva. Thanks to Rob Gobers for our theme music, our sponsors for letting us record, our contributors, and everyone who listens. And remember, when you tell your funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. And tell it like your tongue's in your mom's mouth. Oh! <laughs> Perfect.